0: overs unders spreads lines favorites dogs we love them all because we love the action this is cyclone fanatics action fanatics podcast Presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Wild Rose Casino and Resort, your weekly look at the games and lines we love. Listen in, take notes, and put a little action in play at the DraftKings Sportsbook at Wild Rose Casino and Resort in Jefferson, Clinton, and Emmitsburg. Visit WildRoseResorts.com for more info.
1: Must be 21 or older. If you or someone you know needs gambling treatment, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Let's do this! Now, please welcome your hosts, Chris Williams and Todd Kirk. What is up? Welcome to a new week of the Action Fanatics Podcast. Of course, we're here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. We are presented, as always, by our friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook at the Wild Rose Casinos. Uh, specifically, the one in Jefferson is the one that I frequent often. And again, I told you guys this last week, and, and I, I really mean it. I'm not even just saying this because they're the sponsor if you're not on the, if you're not doing your sports betting on DraftKings here in the state of Iowa, uh, you're really missing out. It, the deals that they offer on a weekly. Now I don't know if they're doing it this week, but they always have like new user signups um, where you get these like great, like basically they're just giving you free money to sign up and then. I mean, lately they've been giving you like 20% profit bonuses on the NFL and stuff like that. It's just really just awesome stuff that if you – it doesn't matter if you take it this very seriously or or if you're even like just a novice just doing this for a hell of a lot of fun, which is great too – Um it, it really does pay you back to be on the DraftKings app. So I would encourage you guys to get up to Jefferson and to sign up for that if you haven't already. It is well worth it, and it's by far the highest rated among gamblers the as far as the app interface and all that stuff. So there you go. Uh, Todd Kirk joins me, as always. Got to love the um, great... Uh, technology that we have. Todd is in the beautiful area of Okaboji this week. Uh but I know if I I know Todd well he's probably got more uh research down on picks than ever as he kicks his feet up just a little bit. What's up, my man?
0: What is up? Uh yeah, we do have a lot of research and, and uh love being up in the beautiful northwest corner of Iowa. It's awesome up here. What a great week. And I'll tell you what on that app, too, um, you sign up. If you're new, you sign up. You get a 20% bonus, whatever you put in there. So if you put 500 in, which is the max, you get 100. You can refer people. There's always something on there. There's these free pools. I was talking to you, Chris, about this afterwards. So they just have, like, a pro pick and pool, a college pick and pool, Every day there's stuff on the playoffs. You can enter this stuff for free yeah, um, and win money. And I almost uh, was the second week of college football. I went nine for 10 and 10 for 10 paid out 588 bucks. So cool. It is awesome. Yeah. And if you, by the way, if you don't have an account and you want someone to refer you, just uh, hit me up on Twitter and I'll send you oh, a referral.
1: Boom. There you go. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at action fanatics. We are constantly Please. giving our insight on the world of sports betting, and we will continue to build this up over the next few weeks. All right. Um, I always try and start things, Todd, with a little bit of the educational aspect for our listeners, and then we can get into some picks. And so you remember last week when I was telling you about the lack of a home field advantage in college football. Well, we have more data after last week and it continues to support that. So right now, uh, so last weekend we had six outright upsets by road teams and four of those upsets were by double digit underdogs. Yep. We just continue to see this, where the the home field is not nearly what it once was. In fact, it will go this far. Uh, Veasan did this um, research. I'm not. I want to steal it from them. But if you were to play the money line on every road team so far in college football, uh, you would be up about forty percent as far as your um, profit goes. Um, if you were to play every home team. On the money line, you'd be down about 80% right now, return of investment. Uh, Road teams are 60, 53, and 2 against the spread right now. Uh, That's 53%. So, again, um, is this earth-shattering news? No. Should you go and play every road team, every game? I would would not suggest that. But I think it's something to keep in mind. I mean, if you – when you're looking at these games, and maybe it's a – late night game and you want to get some action um i don't don't think that it's a bad idea right now to sprinkle some money on a double digit underdog in really any scenario
0: yeah i've read too where dogs are basically the the it's just over 60 percent college football yeah so they are covering against the spread just over 60 percent And, um, another thing that, uh, we've talked about from the beginning on this, Chris, that I thought was a really good stat from, uh, at Brad power seven on Twitter, uh, Brad used to work for Phil Steele. So he used to do what you're doing, right? He used to do a lot of the write-ups and and things Mm -hmm. like that college. And, uh, his take on it was right now, gosh, I want to pull this up because it's the, uh, game under your belt. So we talked about these teams like last night. Gosh, I wish I would have saw this for last night. Um, so since 2000, college football teams playing their second game of the season versus teams playing their first game of the season are 42% against the spread. All right. So that's since 2000, right? So in that spot, Tulane, that, whatever.
1: That, that would have surprised me. I would have thought that would have gone the other way.
0: Now listen to this. This year, games under your belt. It's three, 14 and one against the spread. Only wow. three times has that is that team that's already played really had the advantage in that. Wow, too. So we're one game this week, um, and that's Temple playing at Navy.
1: And we don't think Navy's very good.
0: Yeah, I mean, listen, only
1: so. Is Temple uh, is that a is that a play you like? That's interesting.
0: You know, now I do because of that, just blindly. I think I'll probably put a half unit on it. Yeah. Uh, My only only concern is Morris, you know, this Air Force game really threw me for a loop because I felt like I had a good read on Navy, knowing that they brought him in the second half and he did what he did to Tulane. But I come to find out, and folks, this is why the research never stops. This is why follow us on Twitter. If we're going to change something, we're going to put it out there. Because I didn't even realize he didn't even travel to the game, the Air Force game, because he has a, a, a condition where if he's in high altitudes, it affects him. So he couldn't play. Wow. That's, I mean, that could be the reason they got crushed. He's back this week. So does that mean we get the really good Navy or does that mean we get the super poor Navy? Well, Navy's an underdog at home by three, three and a half. Um, but yeah, there, you know, there's just another dynamic to that, that I would say a little caution to the wind, but I'm going to throw the caution to the wind too at the same time and just play temple.
1: That's good stuff. Yeah. Um, we'll get to Todd's NFL plays here in just a little bit, kind of a dog week coming up in the NFL and it really an uncertain one too, with, uh, COVID stuff. We're recording this, uh, Friday morning. Um, and so that will probably continue to develop. I just saw that there was another team that got sent home uh, early this morning. So we'll, um, I don't know. We'll try and not be too specific. So we don't get too dated on that. Cause I have a feeling the, we might have a triple header on Monday in the yeah. NFL, which I'm fine with actually. Um, let's start with some college stuff. I want to um, Todd give a little insight on this Iowa state, Texas tech game. And you know, I'm wondering if I don't just I'm not too close to this, but I'll bounce this off of you. And the, this is really my, my favorite play of the week. It popped for me on Saturday night or on Sunday night when these lines came out. And that is the total here. Um, I'm, I'm pulling up my DraftKings. By the way, have you ever did you know that you could get your DraftKings sportsbook on desktop now? Yeah, I'm on it right now. Yeah, it's awesome. It's I love it. I, I absolutely love it. That See, like for, I didn't think that you could because of the location thing, and then I turned it on on my computer, and boom, here we are. Um, I just want to make sure I have an updated line for you guys when I give this out. Right now, it's at 64.5. It's surprisingly to me gone up. I thought this line would go down. Um, I I really like the under here. Todd, and let let me spell it out for you. Um, So I I did some research, and Iowa State is actually running eight fewer plays per game than they did last year. Uh, I ran it through the whole Brock Purdy era. I didn't go farther back than that because I just – the personnel is so different, and I know how Matt Campbell coaches, and he coaches to his personnel. He doesn't have them adapt to him. Mm -hmm. They're running eight fewer plays per game this year. Iowa State is the fourth slowest team in college football. Now, they're never um up tempo. Like that's the thing. Like you it, they're always towards the back end of college football when it comes to tempo, but they're very deliberately going slower this year. And so I started to think about why. And this is what I've come up with. I think that Remember, what, what, what were the critiques about that defense last year? There are two things. One, bad on third downs. One of the worst third down defenses in college football, which is very unusual for John Haycock coach team. And two, they didn't create turnovers. 113th nationally in turnovers. That tells me they were getting tired. And I, I think that was a critique from last year and Brock pretty getting hurt. So what do you want to do to alleviate yourself from that? Well, to me, it's pretty simple. Uh, you've got this newfound running game with Brees Hall. You're better up front with the offensive line. You get, <coughs> Purdy gets hit less, and the defense isn't on the field as much. I think they're going to try and play slower all year. Like, I don't think this is a fluke. I think we have three games now against three different styles of teams. I think they're playing slower. And I think Tech is much better defensively than most people think. They still have this reputation of being, you know, Cliff Kingsbury, Mike Leach. We don't play defense. Uh, I've followed Matt Wells' career very closely. He's a friend of mine. And I... That's just... That's not his style. I i love the under here. Now, Iowa State generally does... Campbell's 4-0 against the spread against Texas Tech. 4-0 straight up. But... I mean, sixty. Let's say that gets to sixty-five. That's a lot of points. Like I've got this as like a 34-24 type game. I think both teams are going to try and run the ball tech this year, especially if they have a backup quarterback coming in. We don't know that yet, but this backup quarterback's a dual threat guy. He ran the ball like nine times against um, Kansas State last week. I don't know, man. This screams under to me. That's that's the first pick, and I, I really like that play.
0: And you've been on that from the beginning. So that that quarterback did get in the game last week. I didn't know if he did or not.
1: Yeah, he actually uh, – call him by uh, – he played the last three quarters because the other guy got hurt. Bowman got hurt. Okay. okay. So, yeah.
0: There's a good guy, and I, I'm sure you uh, – Colin Wilson, underscore Colin with two L's, one on Twitter um, – he does a really good job of putting. I can't remember what you call the these these diagrams, but the quadrants, right? Um, Iowa State's actually. You always want to be in the top right quadrant. Um, I don't care what you've done in terms of training or what have you, but Iowa State is one of the slower teams, but also very successful. So they're in the upper right. Whereas they're, Texas, yeah, Texas they're Texas one fast. of the most
1: efficient too. So yeah,
0: yeah, I, but Texas Tech still goes fast. So so you have this contrast. You know, I would say if you're looking at, th- I'm not going to talk you off of it, but if you're looking at 34.24, you know you're a touchdown, you're you're a touchdown away, eh, a little bit, over, well, ten points away. Uh, no, you're a touchdown away. You're a t- fluke touchdown away from that hit in the over. Uh, it did go up, uh, what two points from 62 and a half when you saw it? I think it's 64 and a half now. Um, I, I just would be cautious on that well, because both yeah. Iowa State and Texas Tech are very successful offensively, regardless of the tempo. So Texas Tech goes fast, Iowa State's goes slow. They're both in the upper uh, upper tier of success rate.
1: So full disclosure too, as I talk through this, and this is kind of the glory of what this podcast is, uh, Bloom is all on the over here, and yeah. he you know he follows Iowa State as closely as anybody. So yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not like, this isn't like a lock of the week type deal.
0: <laughs> you but, know me, I was about ready to go. Are we locking this up?
1: Well, I just, you know, Todd, I, I think the data supports this and I know both coaches, that's the thing. Like I might be too close to this, but I know both of their personalities and I can see this being a very stubborn for maybe you play the first half under of 33 and a half. Um, okay. Because both teams, I know are going to try and run the football. And uh, I mean, I I don't know. I don't think Iowa State's going to give up a ton of big plays on the ground. Uh, I no, I think Tech might. I th- I could see Brees Hall breaking loose and Iowa State getting some quick scores. But uh, I'm I'll give out the under because a 64 and a half. Yep. Because I've been that's been my strong lean all week long. Is I've been looking at these lies. I keep coming back to that one and just. I don't think Iowa State wants to get into a shootout with Tech. I think they'd much rather dink and dunk and take their shots when they can. And I mean, hell, they only scored thirty seven last week against Oak. Whatever. Um, yeah. th- but that had a kicker turn. You know that that was a that was a little bit of a fluky thirty seven. But I I'll give that under out. I'll let's let's roll with it. I'm gonna roll with my gut here today. Love it. What's your first one? Give me a college one for you. What are you? What are right, you staring so, at?
0: Yeah, no, after? I'm actually looking at. Uh, I'm looking at a few. So, um, you know, knowing that these dogs were were hitting, I wanted to go through and look at kind of some teams that I felt, you know, fit that profile that were um, that were good teams. Um, they they played, so we have some data on them. And uh, I started looking at Kansas State. And I'm a big fan of of Kleiman, Kleeman, however you want to hey, say Kleiman. his name. Yeah, you know they're they're a lot like Iowa State is. They're they're going to slow you down. Uh, they're going to play it their way. I think they're that team is tough as nails, man. I like these teams that, uh, except for Kansas, that have lost these early games and really have something to play for. And I've heard you talking about it you know, it's it's kind of between TCU Iowa State, Kansas State, right? In the Big Twelve.
1: Well, right now. Yeah.
0: And I just like I like their coach. I don't I don't see uh I got it at eight and a half. I just don't see um them getting steamrolled. And again, I do like the fact that they play a deliberate game that keeps their defense fresh. So I like Kansas State getting eight and a half points on the road. One thing
1: I watch is the quarterback. Yeah. yeah he so he got dinged up he's listed as questionable um yeah,
0: that's a big deal that's a big deal obviously um, but that line really has come down I think a lot of that actions come on Kansas state so I wanted to lock into that one early i just I like that team
1: uh Kansas state is one of those perennial like beautiful plays as an underdog if you played Kansas state as an underdog every time since 2016. You're twenty-two and seven. Uh, during Chris Kleiman's time as an underdog, is Kansas State they are seven and two.
0: There you go
1: against the numbers. So that is the Tech play. Um, if they don't have Thompson, I would play TCU. Yeah, I, I, good call. Yeah, I think TCU's maybe the I don't know third or fourth best team in the league. I mean, I. I I think they're they're an eight point favorite for a reason. I think they're better than Kansas State, but I, I what you're saying, I, I this could be one of those plays too. If you if Thompson's going to play, you sprinkle a little money line on on yeah, Kansas State. Up, I mean,
0: listen, TCU since since uh, Duggan came in, they've been lighting it up. I mean, he's looked fantastic.
1: He's really good.
0: He is such a good kid too. You know, great story, all that stuff. I think that's great. Um, but I gotta think there's a little bit of a, a, a little bit of a letdown too here. I think everybody thought Kansas State's letdown would be last week. Um, this team's gone on the road and and won. I just um, eight and a half seems like a lot. The other two uh, dogs that I picked up on that um, I like is uh, Syracuse. I think Duke is terrible, and they're getting two points at home, and that team just feels like. Um, just feels like I'm gonna I'm gonna get a win there. There's a little money line, even though they play fast. Their success rate on offense is terrible. Uh, Duke plays a little bit slower. Their success rate on offense is terrible. That's going to be an ugly game, which can go either way. I was I started to look at the under based on how successful they were, but I thought, who knows? You know these teams. I don't follow them close enough, but I like Syracuse at home, getting two, and then I love Virginia Tech on the road at North Carolina. I think this Virginia Tech team is probably the one of the most uh, unheralded teams so far this year. I think they're uh, tough as nails on defense. We know that. They've got a mentality, bring the lunch pail. But their quarterback is coming back. Uh, Harad is coming back, and uh, uh, this kid's an all-world quarterback. So I like them getting five. You can actually get it, I think it was four and a half, five. I'd have to check that. Iowa State's pretty good in October, by the way, aren't they? Um, They don't lose. They they just don't lose, and they don't not cover too. I want to give that Virginia Tech line if I can find it. Uh, Yep, it's at four, so you're getting four points. So there were three dogs that I like, Chris. And then are those uh,
1: all picks, Todd? Are are you giving those out as picks? Yeah. Okay,
0: those are all three of my picks, and then the last one I'm going to touch on. So you know, my three always turn into like eight um
1: we're we're so opposite because i've got like the one i like this week and then i've got like two that i'm teetering on and that's all i feel comfortable with so far
0: i love i just figured i'm gonna play these dogs but i also like this play i like clemson minus 14
1: i do too i like that one we're in agreement there
0: yeah i i like 14 games i love looking at those there's a there's a couple of them this week south carolina vandy um but i like clemson i think uh um just wait. I think you know, listen, Miami's not going to go from zero to hero like that going to Clemson and make this close. It'll be a good football game, but I think this is where Clemson just grinds those guys down and shows them who Clemson is. And if they don't, then game on in the ACC. Okay. Um so I'm looking at a couple
1: of favorites here. I'm not going to give the one out as a pick, but I I so, so I, I just want to talk this one through. This this Alabama line, like 23 and a half at Ole Miss, like to me just screams like it's begging people to take Ole Miss.
0: You know, they've changed that start time too to, to uh, get away from the hurricane and the weather, but it is still going to be pretty crappy.
1: I almost think that that favors Bama in a
0: way. Listen, he wants to – Chris, I've already got that. If I could give you eight plays.
1: He wants to just crush Kiffin.
0: You know, they like each other. They're actually friends. However, when this comes to it, you're right. And and he show he's proven that. He actually lost to Mississippi twice, and he hates Mississippi. I like the first half on that one. That's, That's what 13. I was
1: wondering. That's what I was wondering.
0: 13-and-a-half yeah. you can get it at, so I've got that as one of my – uh, and I, again, I'm I'm talking about it, so I'll release that out there. It's one of my big plays, uh, probably. Um, I've got three first half lines that I really like as my three favorite plays. On top of what I gave you,
1: I agree with that completely. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in on that. And then it's, it's funny. I, I was gonna give out another um, big favorite as well, but I think I'm gonna roll with it at the first first half, and we'll see if we match up here. And that's Notre Dame. Yep. Over, Florida state guys. I I'm telling you, I've talked about it openly. They suck. Like they're, they're really bad. Um, I, this is not a, um, Mike Norvell problem, but they Todd, they've had four head coaches in three years, yeah. you know, like that's a problem. And, uh, I, I just don't see it getting corrected at any. So that first half line is 11 and a half.
0: Right. Right.
1: And I'm going to pound that. love it. I'm going to pound Notre Dame um, and I'll give that out as a pick at uh, minus 11.5. Can I give out the Bama one too?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Because I do like the idea of first half lines here in these games.
0: So profitable for me. I mean, I agree with you. I think you you just... uh, Yeah, I mean, Alabama's had this propensity this year to Back it off. Um, you know, Ole Miss's defense is brutal. Like, They're terrible. Brutal, brutal. Terrible. And um, Alabama is playing very well, and they backed it off. And that freaking Missouri game was a great example of it. Um, but yeah, I like. So I was looking at Notre Dame and BYU. Um, Interesting. Yeah, because you know, looking at it, the first half lines, and I like, uh, I like actually BYU. I think is at twenty one. It's just sitting there. Um, and that's just been tough. And I think it might be—is that off game off the board by chance? BYU. Is that game off the board now? It might be off the board. Yeah,
1: I don't, I'm not seeing it here, dude. TV.
0: Coronavirus is screwing with everything, Chris. I know. Uh, but I well, do and my, now
1: you have the hurricane on the East Coast too. So like, there's a lot of variables. Yeah. Heading tons. into this week.
0: Tons. The other first half, I would say that I I was I was digging on too, is uh, Miami. And that was three and a half in the first half, or Florida, excuse me, three and a half in the first half. I like Florida a lot at Texas a and I think I, Texas A&M is terrible.
1: I I actually was going to give that out as my last play, but I was going to no Yeah, I was going to play it for the full game. Yeah, go for it. I mean, just I, the only hesitance that I have is that we know Jimbo is still a good coach, right? Like at some point. They're going to click, but I just I think Florida is really good, and if you can get them for under a touchdown, like six and a half, like to me that seems that doesn't seem. But you would you would lean first half then?
0: Yeah, I like the first. I'm just I'm just looking at these this weather stuff. I mean, I could always get on the second half bad if that doesn't come through. You know, judging by the game, but I think like you, Jimbo's a good coach, but they haven't done anything No, like. Texas A&M, nothing. Uh, here's the deal, too. Texas A&M has failed to cover each of its last nine October Day games versus ranked teams.
1: I'm gonna go a unit and a half on that one, then.
0: Yeah, I just uh, going by the eye. I'm using the eye test here. Texas Tech just got whomped fifty-two to twenty-four. Man, and yeah, South Carolina was our play last week against Florida, Chris. So this shows the diversity that I think. I know I'm learning as i have going through this and really, you know, um, taking my passion to the next level. And here I am the next week saying there's the team that we just bet against going on the road, giving points. Uh, we're going to take them. Um, last week was a South Carolina situation. They've always done it, like always done it. Well, Texas A&M's always been Texas A&M. So um, they've got a revenge game too because A&M went into Florida and beat them last year. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, this game's been this game's been on my radar for a while. I just think Texas A&M and they don't have the 12th man. Like they rely so That's much on That's a huge
1: the top. deal. It huge is. deal. It All is. right. Um so my my four that I've given out for college uh, the under 64 and a half Iowa State, Texas Tech, the Notre Dame first half line of minus 11 and a half, the Alabama first half line of minus 13 and a half, and I'm going to play with Florida with the full game at minus minus six and a half over Texas A&M. You want right, to recap so got, yours real quick? I got
0: huh? Bama. I got Florida. What were your two before those two?
1: Uh, Bama, Florida. Bama first half. Uh, Notre Dame first half. And the under for Iowa State, Texas Tech at 64 and a half.
0: Okay. I All right. So I've got Virginia Tech uh, getting four. I've got Kansas State getting eight and a half. I got Syracuse getting two. Those are my uh, those are my dog special. Um, so my third, uh, B pick is Clemson minus 14. And then my third C pick is Bama first half minus 13 and a half. And my third D pick is Florida minus three and a half. <laughs> oh, and I will be playing that, uh, that Notre Dame one as well. Uh, I was kind of teetering back and forth and BYU is off the board. I can't see it. So I don't know what's going on there. But I would also say, too, another thing that I'm looking at, I don't know why, but Army um, versus the Citadel. Citadel is terrible. Um, I may put something out on Twitter on that later. I'm kind of looking at the over-under in that game, too. All
1: right. uh, Let's go to the NFL uh, here on the Action Fanatics podcast. Um, Really, Todd, just there are two that stood out to me, and I, I actually I don't give NFL picks. Very often. Let me pull up my NFL lines here on the DraftKings Sportsbook app.
0: Yeah, you got to look, guys. There's a lot going on. I know this Buffalo game has been moved to Tuesday, even though they're supposed to play on a Thursday, and they're talking about moving their Thursday with Kansas City game, which would have been a great Thursday game, obviously. Talking about moving that to Sunday. Um, there is a lot of stuff going on. And this contract contact tracing with New England – has that game off the board? Um, so you know, be advised to follow follow Action Fanatics on Twitter.
1: There were two games that I had circled earlier in the earlier in the week, and they both moved as far as the price goes. Um, so this sucks for me because apparently I was on the sharp side. But I really liked Cleveland when they were getting three. Yeah, hosting Indianapolis. That's down to one now. Uh, I don't know about that. I liked the idea of getting three there, uh, so I probably won't give that out. the The game that stands out to me the most, and this is the one that popped for me, and this line two is moved. I I don't really like being on the side of the Dallas Cowboys usually because they get so many of those uh, Yankee type betters. You know what I mean? Who just bet on them because they're fans. But I I just feel like their back is so far so up against the wall right now, and the Giants suck. Uh, you know, the Saquon Barkley, less Giants. Uh, I Dallas's offense is elite, but close to elite maybe. I mean, Zeke's got to get going. But I, doesn't this feel like a game that Dallas just gets its legs under it and rolls? They're giving nine, which makes me a little bit nervous, but I don't know. Uh, I, I think this is a dog week in the NFL. Maybe you found some value somewhere. But that's the one that stood to me. But I don't like it because I feel like it's probably a pretty public play. But I just I follow that team closely. I don't know, Todd. I feel like are they really going to start one and four? You know, I I feel and that that's a franchise that likes style points. So I'm gonna I'll lay the nine. I'll give out a rare NFL pick and I'll I'll play the Cowboys.
0: They're uh, they're six and zero the last six against the spread versus uh, the Giants. Um, now the NFL go. is that that what Dallas is, which is good. Um, now if this is double digits. What is it now? Is it nine and it's a half? Nine,
1: still? nine on DraftKings.
0: Okay. I like that. I like that better for your play. Um, you know, the, the last time this was double digits, uh, it's the first first time in 10 years that it's been a double digit spread in this game. Cause it was up to 10, 10 and a half at one point. So it is coming your way. Um, because there's a lot of action, Uh, you know, contrarian NFL is contrarian. And I think this week to me, if you're watching the NFL, you're going to look at a game like Seattle, Minnesota and say, Seattle, easy pick. No, this is where you play Minnesota. Mm
1: -hmm. You're going
0: to say Dallas, (coughs) pardon me. Don't fall into like making the stories make sense. The giants technically are the NFL play. Uh, Cleveland is is the play. Um, Washington, new quarterback. How can you play them? That's the play. This could be that contrarian type week. I'm really interested to see what's shaking out on this. I don't I don't blame you for betting it. I don't have a, a feel either way on what team to take. Um, so I, I can tell you the trend uh, trends on your side. Uh, however, uh, I would say the reason that line's moving down obviously is because. Um, you know, smart people are taking taking the. That doesn't mean shit this year, pardon my friend.
1: No, you're fine. I pulled up the Action Network. Um, so there are a few books out there across the country where it's at eight and a half, eight now. So I might, I might wait here to see if that. I might wait to see if that comes down. I have not played it yet because I've been watching the line. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I just. Dallas' offense is really good and really explosive. We know that the problem's with the defense. Well, I'm not that concerned even with Dallas' defense against New York, and I couldn't you see um, them needing to impress Jerry Jones and get some style points put up on an NFC East rival? That's that's where well, I'm at.
0: Yeah, and everybody's – listen, that, that division's up for grabs. Everybody says the coach is on the hot seat. Um, but let me tell you, so Dallas so far this year in their first four games, DVOA, if, again, you can follow Football Outsiders, they have a website, it's a really good measure of, of how a team's offense is, um, take, away this, take away everything of it in, in a given situation. So a three-yard run isn't a three-yard run. I've talked about this. Dallas has played the ninth-ranked offense, the 21st-ranked offense, the third-ranked offense, the second-ranked offense. So, they've got three games. They're for three of their first four games against top 10 offenses. Um, that's tough, man. I mean, I don't care who you are this day in the NFL, man. With things going on, you're playing three of the top 10 offenses. There's going to be points scored. Look at the over unders, for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. So, um, just keep that in your hat. I mean, I think obviously they're the better team. You know, people look at the Giants. They, they played the Rams tough. How good are the Rams? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I kind of, I kind of like the Rams, but yeah, I, you know, like I said, I could talk myself into playing Dallas pretty easily.
1: All right. Um, that's my one NFL play. I, again, I was, I was screwed around with Houston or with Cleveland, but that was when it was at a field goal. I'm not going to get that out. I'll, I'll probably still sprinkle something on Cleveland money line. Hopefully that goes back up a little bit.
0: Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna really kind of I know we don't have a ton of time here, but I'm gonna take. Uh, oh, by the way, who you got is seven and two um, in the NFL. They lost last night with Tampa losing and Tom Brady losing count. Uh, we've got three polls up, so I think there's three hours left on those. Chris, get in there. Two of them really close right now. ISU Texas Tech is razor thin, could be a fifty-fifty. Clemson's just barely ahead of Miami at fifty-six percent, but OU is running away with this at 82.6%. So uh, get the votes in. I think we have about 70 votes on each of those. All right, there you uh, go. I will post some NFL stuff here after these go uh, these go dormant and we get the results. So in the NFL, I'm going to do something a little different this week. I want to teach the, the listeners something that I learned about. It's called uh, the Wong Teaser. Have you heard of this? No. All right, so – this guy's name is Stanford Wong. He wrote a book, oh, I think it came out in 09 about gambling. So there's a magic formula to this. So you look at games that are in the NFL that are 49 point over unders or lower. And what you want to do is you play only a two team teaser if you can find it, if there's enough of these. So you want to either tease a home favorite, and I'll post this on, on our Twitter feed of seven-and-a-half, eight, eight eight-and-a-half, or nine points. So you find a home favorite there, you tease them with another game where you've got someone exactly the same, or they're a home underdog of one, one one-and-a-half, two-and-a-half points. There's your Cleveland, Chris. Mm. Or they're a road underdog, one, one one-and-a-half, two, or two-and-a-half points. Because what Wong found was – you want to tease through critical numbers because about 20%, 27% of the games either fall at three or seven. Mm. That's a lot. You're talking about about a third of the games. So if you can tease through three and seven, either going up like a Cleveland, we're going to take them at one-and-a-half through eight-and-a-half, or you could tease down uh, like let's take um, Pittsburgh. So you can take them all the way through uh, seven-and-a-half, all the way down through to one-and-a-half. So you're going through seven-and-three, or up through seven and three, you take two teams and you put that together. Uh, just in uh, I think 2018 alone, that was like 13 and four. Um, so you could find, I think that was through one week. Anyway, I'm looking on the data on this thing, but this is a proven technique to tease. And I've started to find in the NFL, to me, teasers are where it's at. So just because we don't have a ton of time for me to go through all my teasers, I have taken – a ton of time to look at scenarios this weekend. I've got some teaser plays, and I will only release three. Uh, I'm going to play, end up playing. Um, but I'm going to give everybody kind of the, my what I view as my top three teasers for the weekend. And we do have three double-digit spreads uh, that have changed a little bit. But um, if I were going to give a play away, I like Cincinnati a lot uh, at Baltimore. So,
1: yeah, I I like that one too. That one kind of stood out to me. He's boy, he's playing, he's playing well. The kid
0: get it now, get it now because that's coming down. I think you can probably find 12 and a half somewhere. If I just had to pick a play, but what I'm trying, what I'm finding Chris is I'm not going to be the best at putting together. Hey, here's my three picks. However, I will do it. Oh, that might be off the board now too. Let's see. No, here we go. I'm sorry. Uh, 12 on DraftKings Cincinnati. Get it now. Um, I Finding these teasers are the way to go and then finding ways to uh, do it strategically and listening to folks that are doing it is pretty cool. Another thing I learned too, which is a very profitable way of doing things is finding some of these big outlier money lines. Uh, I wouldn't do it on double digits, but you could take, for instance, um, I took Minnesota plus 265 and the Chargers at plus 290 because those are the last two games of the week. Mm-hmm. And I just did a little parlay on those two, money line parlay. And I want to find one of those every week because if you hit just one, it could kind of pay for six weeks of doing it. So looking for those high money line values and putting two teams together in that parlay, that's the only way I would parlay anything anymore having read a ton this week around that so that's
1: that's good stuff man that's really good stuff
0: yeah and there's so much going on the NFL this week that I want to do it all on Twitter I just think there's a lot there's too much gray area I don't know who's playing quite frankly
1: yeah the NFL is getting really weird because I mean this morning uh, again we're recording on Friday morning the the Jets got sent home and it yeah. just, man, it just seems like Todd, every, every couple hours, there's an NFL COVID story. So I'm, I'm going to wait. Uh, I am going to play the Cowboys, but I'm going to hopefully see if that can come down just a little bit more for me. Um, but I'm going to wait and probably place all my bets on Sunday morning this week.
0: I, I like your Cleveland play. Trust me. I, I would, you like I, it? I, I'm gonna, I do. I'm going to play Cleveland. I'm going to play Cincinnati. Um, those are my two favorites. I think this is probably the biggest game Cleveland's had in, in four decades. Um, I love the way Stefanski is not putting the game in Baker's hands. I love him,
1: man. You guys got a good coach. I'm so like bummed as a Vikings fan. I wanted him so bad. Like I, I, and I like Mike Zimmer. I don't, I don't like hate Mike Zimmer at all, but I, I, I was saying last, Spring right before the draft, I was just wanting the or it was right before Stefanski got that job, and there was a lot of talk of the Vikings trading Mike Zimmer to Dallas because Jerry. oh my G- god,
0: for draft picks, yeah, yes,
1: because Jones wanted them, and I was like, yes, yes, because I wanted Stefanski so, he's a really good coach. You guys have a good one there. I'm, yeah, I like him too. And right.
0: Arizona games off the board, Chris, and I really, I, dude, I had Arizona and so many teasers combinations.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's weird times, man. All right. So, um, my NFL play again is the Cowboys. Let's recap what you're, what are you giving out here, Todd?
0: Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to, my, my one NFL play on top of your Cowboys is I'm going to, I'm going to throw out there Cincinnati. I like that plus 12. And you guys know how I like double digits, but also on, uh, Twitter, I will give you guys some teasers just based on now, like, Arizona now off the board that shoots like five of my nine right in the foot. Um so let's just wait and see what's going on this weekend. Smart I think we're gonna have to take a day to day. That's smart.
1: All right. Um guys as always follow us at Action Fanatics on Twitter. Uh you can follow us with our um action network accounts where you can see in live time what Todd and I are are betting. And um Cheers to the weekend, uh, Todd. Hopefully – I kind of feel like the college game is – we're starting to understand a new normal until all these new teams show up here in two weeks, and then it's going to be a damn free-for-all game. But, um,
0: Seriously, that's going to be – I can't wait. Like, it's yeah. a whole – it's like a whole second season.
1: Yeah. The Mac, baby. Oh. Mr. We, we should have a Mr. Mac podcast just once <laughs> we did, a week we... where Todd just gives his Mac plays. I think we should I, do I, that –
0: I've reached out to a couple of people on Twitter and they're both uh, interested in hopping onto that kind of as people who are in the Mac and cover the Mac. I think it would be phenomenal.
1: That'd be a good way to launch our, the action fanatics podcast feed. Then start, start, yeah. start, start showing it up on there.
0: I love it. By All the right. way, I did find the freaking Bushlight corn beers up here. You did. I, I found them. Yes. I got, a, I got a case. I'll be drinking those tonight. Good luck, everybody. God bless you. He's Todd Kirk.
1: My name's Chris Williams. Thanks for listening this week, guys. Uh, We'll be back next week with more Action Fanatics here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network.